I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelles, you're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ. Joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. Good morning. Good, Good morning, morning, Mr. Bill. And, and Dr. Douglas Thomas is on the line, joining us from the left coast, the west coast. Left coast. What is going on, good doctor? Where, where, are, where, where in the world is Waldo? Portland, Portland, <laughs> Oregon. Hmm, what's going on in Portland? You got a Nike yes, event out indeed. there. Yep, Nike football. Yo, I know I know this is this is like not high priority for you. Um, but when you go to the Nike store, if they have a 14, I'm just Yo, saying, I'm sure bro, can you bring your, your boy back store. some shoes? Yeah. I promise you. That's the only thing, like that's the only thing, like, you know, people always be like, oh, E getting all the shine. E like, oh, we a family, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody cares who gets the credit. One thing I do get tight about is everywhere he go, he swear they'll never have no extra large. He swear they'll never have a size 14. And he come back with a treasure trove of stuff for his little uh, small frame. (laughs) And ain't never got nothing to get uh, somebody straight who over six foot. And uh, that see, we good now. Hey, hey, we good now. See, because all his stuff got to fit downstairs, mm-hmm. so he ain't got no work. No, I more should just space, go shopping so on the rack, no, the clothing rack. Uh, yeah, we yeah, good now. I promise you, that's the only thing I've been getting tight about. Is like, he like, oh, see, we went down there. I'm like, bro, you didn't came. I never back went with, shopping. He got, though, they just give me stuff. I'm talking about. He probably got more clothes, like from teams and sports and all, oh, like yeah. than you could even wear in ten lifetimes. All I ask is to get an extra large or a size 14. Ain't seen y'all one something. That's why they got to travel with me. When you talk about, I don't even know that, oh, the equipment managers are the meanest people in the world. You think they own the clothes. You think that their kids went to school off the clothes. I, I promise you they don't barely want to give you nothing. So, yeah, Carl gets some of my stuff because he can, you know what I'm saying, we're close to the same Hey, so side you know that, hey, Carl, you know that commercial where she like, so next time, just tell him you wear a 14. You know that commercial where my man be like, yo, I'm in the 20. Now. And he just walking oh, around yeah. the ball with the yeah, shoes sure. on. Yeah, yeah just start yeah. telling them you were 14. When they be like, yo, E, yeah. what size you need? I'm like, yo, I'm like a 14. Hey, well, no, no, like, here's the problem. Five, they asked Tay. They asked Tay before I get there. And Tay tell him I'm a 10. I don't even wear oh, a 10. So I got a pair of shoes that was oh, so past the blame. We got to get to the source. So yeah, y'all just yeah, got to start traveling with me. And then go to the store and just tell them, give y'all a... A coupon uh, well, for the store. A new travel schedule with, with your wife going everywhere now. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how Didi would feel about me sleeping on the pullout in the hotel. No, I don't think she have a problem. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not sure if that's something. Uh, hey, listen, I got into a police chase this morning. Um, the police was chasing me. So check this out. And I promise you, everybody was like, yo, see, you got these crazy stories. I just really just report back on my life and what's going on. But check this out. It was a police chase. I'm not making this up. I told Candace about it this morning. She was like, yo, you got to tell it on the podcast. I was like, I didn't even think about that, but you're right. I will. So, all right. So I'm coming from the gym, right? Same light where the chicken was, right? This time I'm turning, (laughs) right? And I'm turning in this like this small, you ever, you know, them stop lights that's like, come on, man. Like nobody really about to stop at this light. Like there's only one way in, like one side is just like blocked. So it's like, you know what I mean? Just like they only coming out of like a driveway or something. So I'm going through. The light and 
you know, I'm in the suburban, so it take a little while to get underneath the red, you know, so I was dry. And then you know how you look up just to say, oh, I was a little late. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie. I was a little late. So you look over to see if the police are there, right? You just, this natural reaction, like, oh, I was, you know what I'm saying? I was a little tight on that light. So I look over and sure enough, it's a, like a, a SUV police truck, like four cars deep in the thing. I'm like, shoot. So I'm driving. I'm like, shoot, hopefully he turning the other way. So I'm, of course, now looking in my mirror because I know I'm a little foul, right? So I look up and I see my man, and I'm not going to lie. He's heading my direction, and it looked like he getting on the gas. So I'm like, shoot. Like, he start, like, dodging around the cars that turned in front of him. So I panicked, and I was like, shoot. I was like, what can I do? As I look up and I say that, I'm at the kid's school, right? Like, their school is right here. Now, he might be about 15 car lengths back. So I seen the school, so I was like, skirt. So I turned into the school and pull, pull in and park and jump straight out, right? At the kid's school. I'm at, I am already <laughs> dropped Trey Avery off earlier in the morning. So my man, I, I, I like side-eye look him, and he looks at me, and he turns and goes and parks. This is like a, a elementary school across the street or a middle school or something. He oh, goes wow. and parks with his headlights facing towards the kid's school, right? Like he, so he's facing towards the kid's school. So now I'm in a dilemma because I jumped out quick, and I'm like, ooh, and I'm like, okay, you gotta fully commit to this thing and go in the school now, right? Because I know what he's thinking. He like, dude, just saw me coming, so he turned into a random school, and now he's getting out the car trying to act like he going to school. I'm gonna wait him out. So I'm like, shoot. So as I'm, I start walking into the school, and I'm like, okay, now you know they got you gotta like buzz in at the front, and you know the secretary's tent right there. I know they about to be like, Mr. What are you doing? Good morning. Right? So I'm like, shoot. So as I'm walking, I'm like, oh, you know what? I could get Avery's car seat. Right? Like, I could just get her car seat and be like, yo, I got to take the car seat to my wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, she picking the kids up today. So, that, so boom. Right as I got to the door handle, I got it. I went in, said hello. Went in, got the car seat. Came out strolling, uh, whistling. Like, I ain't even have a clue. He's across the street. With the car seat in hand, my man looks at me and dips and takes off the other way. I was like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. My man was ready to go to work. I know he was ready to pull me over and be like, oh, no, I saw you run that light. Then you pulled into the little kid's school and then you left with nothing. What were you doing? He was ready to bust me, but I caught him slipping and um, I won the war, man. So I felt pretty good about that. I was uh, a little excited and um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy about that. So anyway. Hey, they, they call it they call it Wednesday. Uh, so hey, hey, it is definitely a win. No ticket. Because I told you I just got a ticket. So I'm like, I don't need another ticket. Like, man, I hadn't gotten a ticket in years. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, they're trying to catch me riding dirty. Um, real quick, um, I got, I got we, we haven't done a segment in a while. And um, I don't know if you guys, did you have any announcements or anything <laughs> said announcements. pressing uh, that no, you I wanted no to talk about? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, before I go in, because I'm about to go into the topic. <laughs> and I didn't give you a chance to talk about your flight out to Portland. Right, right, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. Did, did, what was the meal on the flight? Uh, I was a and did you blow it out with the croissant with pickles? Turkey cheese croissant with pickles. Yeah. Hmm. But you want? Oh, so that, let, let's talk about say, that. I thought first. you hit him the vegan. I see you on the gram yeah. and you got all this vegan stuff. And now you talking about turkey? Yeah. Did, oh, you didn't eat the turkey though. Oh, I smashed. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, I thought you. What? Uh, now this is uh, this is a new vegan diet. I'm not. Uh, uh, I'm not too uh, versed on if if you can eat turkey on the vegan right. boy. The turkey was grass fed. 
Oh, I don't know what oh, it was. I don't what... know what it was, but I'm, <laughs> I'm supporting my wife who is trying to reverse her MS. So my wife is, you know, uh, on it heavy. So my wife is kind of like, when you eat bad, I eat bad. So when we travel and I hit, you know, Dallas and get the little sticky wings, my wife like, I'm going to get the sticky wings. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So mm, what I'm trying to right. do is support my wife. So I'm like 90%, yeah. you know, but they did ask her. She was upset. She's like, y'all had nothing veggies. Like you can order veggie, you know what I'm saying, at 24 hours before. So she was like, oh, okay. So my man was like, I'm like, bro, I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? Like we stuck on this plane for the next <laughs> four and a half. I'm 100% with the turkey boy. So no, no, I'm just trying to support my my wife. She always says when we go on these road trips, you know, she picks up weight. Yeah, and, that's the worst. You know, whatever, because we gone for five days and we eating, you know, just whatever. The, the fanciest restaurants or whatever. So yeah, no, no, I'm just trying to support my girl. So once we hit the ground and we get going, I'm definitely hitting vegan. And here's my deal. If they have vegan and it's good, I'm, I just like to eat. So if it's if it's real food, right, right. I'm gonna eat. So yeah, I, when we went to New York, I hit the vegan restaurant so every part day. Part-time. I'll be hitting it here. But if part we get on the plane and she didn't call 24 hours in advance and get the veggie boy, I'm 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 gonna eat <laughs> unless she packed me a sandwich. Hey, first oh, time, yeah, no. Eve, first time to Portland, right? Yeah, ever. Yep. Well, I shouldn't say that. I been I went to Eugene. Uh, you talk about win the day, the uh, Oregon Ducks. I spoke there before, so I think I flew here and then drove the two mm. hours up. But I've never like really been in Portland, you or, know. Or tell Clyde Drexler we said hello. That's all <laughs> I, I ran. I ran into. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ran into one of the coaches Damian Lillard. from uh, Portland yesterday. I was walking down town area and oh, I ran real? into one of the coaches. He was like, "Yo, we've been trying to get you to Portland." I'm like, "Oh, okay." So I got his number. So we'll see if he's serious. I'll be here next year. Uh, let me tell you something. Portland gonna need a whole lot more than. Et to get to get right with the Warriors out oh, there on right. the West Coast, so we we and shall the lake see. Show. Um, and the lake show. But no, you know what's crazy? We actually had a little vegan, a little vegan experience the other day. You know, Sko yeah. is down here. Of course, Sko is um, one of Jalen's best friends who also works um, with the company, and he was down here. And you know, he's vegan. So Sko, you know, we had taco night the other night, and Sko came. You know, he had the veggie, like you know, the vegan boy going. So I don't know. I don't even know what it was that he was over there cooking up. I had a, my original problem with it is the fact that I ground down. We had the ground turkey or the ground beef. I can't remember, and it had a little juice to it. But Sko's was like at the bottom of the pan was just dry. I'm like, bro, <laughs> there's something wrong. You know what I'm saying? Because he ground it down and it was still dry as a bone. So. Anyway, he made his tacos, and, and so Candace, you know, she on a huge health kick too. So she like, Sko, let me try one of the vegan ones. So she tried it. She's like, oh, it's good. I can eat vegan. Da, 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 da. So then, of course, you know, they go like, CJ, you got to try it. You got to try it. So I'm like, cool. I went and tried it. And I'm like, Sko, here's my problem. It is good. I give you that. But I don't taste nothing in it but vegetables. So it's like a veggie <laughs> taco. Like the little thing, he puts... Like he put the tiniest amount of little veggie meat at the bottom. Then it was avocado, hummus, onion, tomato, lettuce, the whole thing. I'm like, bro, I don't even taste the meat. So if you want to just say how does the veggie taco taste, then cool. But don't try to pass it off as mm, meat substitute. Mm, mm. I don't even take the taste right. the meat. So my wife liked it though, so I'm sure we'll be vegan by next right. week. So, I'll, I'll be honest, um, if you're in Atlanta, you probably do have some options. You know, it's just like living. And Lansing, but I don't think there's not a lot of options. Oh, uh, let me tell you something. Either. Me and Book, me and Jay Book, we went strong on the uh, jerk chicken oh, last night. Oh, we, he sent me, we went yeah, he hard. Sent me, uh, 
he sent me some photos like, Dad, next time you in the A, I'm like, okay, but just don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't show you, don't show oh, you. Oh yeah, mom. no, she no, she's solid. And it's called Dat Fire Jerk Chicken. Oh, D-A-T. Wow. Oh, no doubt. D-A-T. So you know they got the hook. Hey, very and, specific um, marketing. They know exactly what they're doing. Yep. Diddy reversed the MS. I reversed the vegan meal I had. <laughs> well, that's what we're trying to do. I just reversed yeah, that whole joint. We got, yeah. We got no, that's that's serious, though. You know, and, and I'm, you know, I'm proud of you for helping her along that mm-hmm. journey because you're right. Now, I'm going to be real. When my wife eating crazy, it don't affect me. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I probably I, sure like don't. she could, you know, if she was eating right and I was eating on some special diet, I, she could do her thing. I'm not tempted by that either. I'm going to go there or I'm not. But you hundred percent right. If you at all I'm indulge, all. they coming right I, over I to I the promise. dark side. No pressure. So, <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. Yeah. So no, nah, man. Uh, well, good. Keep us up to date on how the vegan uh, life well, I'm gonna is going. I'm just keep posting when I find something sweet. Wait, when do y'all go to the uh, health and wellness facility? Isn't that coming up? Or y'all still y'all still going or not? Hey, see, I, I'm on. I'm I'm here for the ride. <laughs> One week. You know what I'm saying? What week we? Oh. You, you know how it is. I'm going for the ride. So if we do, I'm I'm there. I'm gonna be very disciplined. Do my thing. I'm not gonna try to sneak and uh, go up two miles up the road and get a. Uh, uh, get a bag of uh, 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 Cheeto Puffs and a Coke. I'm gonna try to be diligent and do my thing. But yeah, I'm not a hundred percent. I'm not a hundred percent sure. See, but the vegan boy is working for now. So I'm just excited that we sticking oh, yeah. with something. Carl and your folks are back and doing well, and uh, they still uh-huh. reaping the benefits from the trip. Yeah, they're holding on. I'm struggling a little bit. I didn't think it was possible, but I'm losing a little more weight than I. And I bargained for it. They'd be doing, yeah, they're doing, they, they're strict on it, man. And you can see their energy is up, that kind of stuff. But yeah. you, you hungry a lot. Let me just put it like that. You oh, hungry yeah. no quite question. a bit. <laughs> no question. Yeah, no, yep. I, well, maybe when I get up there, uh, your father will cook me a nice, because yeah, you know to. my pop's going the other way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Carlos is going, Carlos Sr. going the other way with it when I get up to Michigan. Man, I'm, I promise y'all, man, I, and I, I'm to the point where I'm like trying to get myself mentally prepared. Mm-hmm. But, bro, it's something about leaving the house. And now, now the good thing is, praise God, my family is coming with me. Mm-hmm. But I just realized the other day we leave on Friday, and I don't think we'll we'll be gone for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, that's a long time to be gone. So, wow, luckily, I got wow. you know Kale and them here. You know, at the house, you know, just because, you know, get the house open, but, you know, we'll have somebody here. But just three weeks with the babies and everything else, man, just the schedules, just crazy. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, uh, I always do a little anxiety before with these long trips when you got to put your family on the road for that mm-hmm. long. But um, we got to do what we got to do, man. Shout out to uh, Josh, who's getting married yes. uh, next week. Yep. yep. So that's big time. Um, I think, what is that, a week from? Yeah. A well, week, week from, from today. tomorrow, I think. From tomorrow, yeah. From tomorrow, yeah. Oh, you got a new shirt. Praise God. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. No, I'm definitely ready. And, uh, oh, let me tell y'all this. I, mean, I, I, I didn't even, I forgot all about it, and I just seen it on my phone. Guess where I'm going tomorrow? Where at? I'm going to a Tony Robbins conference. Oh, no questions asked. Mm. Yeah, no questions asked. I'm going mm. to the Tony Robbins conference. Make sure you learn something. And, uh, yeah, no. So so Josh is coming in town. Josh and his fiance, soon to be in a week, wife Carrie, you know, said that they were coming in town for the Tony Robbins uh, Gary V event. 
And you know what? I was like, you know what? I'm coming too. So I'm taking a day off tomorrow and I'm going to learn, man. And so I'm excited about it um, just to see how they do their thing. I've never been to an event with Tony Robbins. I've never seen him speak live. Definitely a huge fan of his work and what he does. And, um, you know, looking forward to see how they run their operation, you know. And I didn't try to call anybody. Of course, we know a lot of people in this industry and get backstage passes or anything crazy like that. I just bought, you know, tickets and I'm going to sit in the crowd and, um, check it out and you know see what they're doing. Amen. You know we're gonna catch hey, them. E. We gotta have an idea of what's going on. So I'm yeah. looking forward to hey. uh, going to that event. Yeah. I was gonna say, E, buckle up. This is one of them times where like you went to Australia and I, and I didn't go. See, about to go to Australia and we ain't going. So oh. buckle up. When he get yeah, back, no, it's about oh, to you, get oh, ugly. You know, not it's for y'all, be but ugly. for some other folks. I promise yeah. you, it will get ugly quick. So no, I'm 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 Oof. looking forward to having a good time, man. I, I I'm looking forward to learning some new information. Of course, you know we we produce so much and we put out so much into the world and we spend a lot mm -hmm. of time, um, you know, creating our own stuff. You know, it's good to learn, man. And I'm I'm excited oh, about going and learning. Um, so yeah, I I, I bring the the sneak report uh, and all sir. the information to the podcast next week. Um, and of course, man, the next few podcasts after today. We'll actually be together, so I'm excited about yeah. that because we'll be able to do a couple live joints. We'll put them on YouTube so y'all can go check them out, the video versions. I think we're going to do next week our first ever live stream, or not live stream, live, live podcast with a live audience. Yeah. So that'll be dope. Y'all get a chance to see how that goes. Um, so we're looking forward to that. All right, cool. Now, let's get to the business. Um, I was uh, I was reading this article, right? And it, and it, it was about... Two of my favorite people in the world, and um, their relationship has come to an end. And I was mm. like, wow. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Like, they've been together for a long time. I think like 20 years, 15 years, wow. something crazy like that. Wow. And, um, you know, they call and it quits. And, and those two are Mike and Mike. And I was like, and I was reading the article, and I'm like, okay, maybe they just, you know what I'm saying, time to make some shifts and, you know, whatever. But it actually sounds like it was a bit of a fallout. And I'm like, wow. wow. I'm like, yo, Mike and Mike been rocking for a long time, right? I'm like, yo, like, think about how long, you know, like, for real, I get up in the morning before I had kids, you know, getting ready for the gym, whatever. You know, turn on Mike and Mike, see what they're talking about. And they've been together for a grip, man. And they're leaving. And I read the article, and it was like the transcript of, like, when they made the announcement. And apparently people have known for you know, quite some time that the breakup was coming and one of them was kind of on board and the other one was kind of like, what are you doing? And I was like, wow, you know, and it got me to thinking, one, I want to do a segment um, that we haven't done in a while and this one got to go. And I had a couple dynamic duos that I wanted to shout out and we'll figure out which one got to go. But then I want to talk about the dynamics and the complexities that would allow two people who have built so mm. much and had so much success together, made a ton of money together, Everything you think you could possibly want, but yet and still, you know, there be, there comes to this bitter breakup. And so, um, real quick, let's do one gotta go first. And th now this was just off the top of my head and, you know, my world or whatever. And if y'all got a better duo, we can throw them in there as well. But one gotta go, right? Let's start with Mike and Mike, which was a solid duo for years. Of course, Jordan and Pippen. Jay-Z and Dame Dash. One gotta go. Who y'all, who gotta go? Hmm. 
So I'm not going to touch Pippen and Jordan. I'm going to lead them yeah, there. for sure. Okay. Um, so out of the other two. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. That's a tough one. That's a tough one because Jay and Dame, they created a lot of magic together. Yeah, it's some, made yeah. multi-million dollars from the streets. Just two dudes with a dream and a vision. They made it happen. Um, so I would say... So, Ooh, I don't know. But yeah, Mike and Mike, I, man, I think, they've just been a staple, so. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Mike and Mike only because they are, I'm saying, ESPN is ESPN. It's so, like, you're going to get that content in another way, if you get what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. that, that'll be mine. Because I can still get that information, you know what I'm saying? There's mm-hmm. about a million other ESPN shows, sports, sports, uh, shows, sports mm-hmm. center, whatever. I can still get that content. But what the others have done historic, historically, I got to, yeah, I got to rock with them. See? So, so. So you don't say Soldier Boy ain't done enough where he on that seventy <laughs> Future Future hadn't done enough on his own. Hey, head. so 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 Candace hit me with one this morning because I was like, you know, when I was thinking about this, you know, I was like, who else? And she was like, what about Venus and Serena? And I was like, mm. I'm like, are they like a duo though? Like, not really. I but guess. Yes. I mean, they did doubles. Yeah, I was together. like, I, I, you know, they did doubles. Of course, they've done the Olympics together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Even, yeah, but there's still so much individual success. You know what I'm right, saying? Like when right. you and I guess the same thing could be said with Jay Z and Dame Dash. Once they, you know, went their separate ways, there was a lot of individual success. But they built the success. Well, These, no, 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 you know, no. Venus uh, and Serena built their tennis together. Like it wasn't separate. That's true. They built that's it together. True. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They was only mm-hmm. playing against each other. Period. Like they weren't really going, you know, going to the traditional camps and doing all that stuff. Like they trained each other, if you will. Yeah, no doubt. So I mean, I don't. Yeah, know. I have to go Mike the, and Mike. You know what I'm saying? And I and I go Mike yeah. and Mike because I never listened to him one time, Carl. I've never, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I've never listened to him. You know what I'm saying? So I, That's it, another good reason. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt me. Yeah, one no bit. doubt. It's I, personal. Know. Okay, so I mean, then we, if are, we add in Venus and Serena and take out Mike and Mike, then oh, we got. Yeah, I gotta go with Damon Dash and um, and Jay yeah, Okay, Jay-Z. so so your top duo of all times is who? Venus Let's and just Serena. say that real quick. Yeah, Venus and Serena for sure. Michael Jordan, you know, Scottie Pippen for sure. I, I mean, in, you know, in, in terms of that light, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm trying to think of some outside, outside of that. What about Batman and Robin? Yeah, yeah, that's where I was going to see, Batman and Robin. Oh. Uh, Barney and Fred, no. Nah. Um, (laughs) real quick, that was a dynamic duo, bro. Don't don't get it twisted. Yeah, that was a dynamic duo. And so, Abbott and Costello, I'm a lot older, but Abbott and Costello. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never seen them, but I've heard the two together. Uh, What about Barnum and Bailey? Who are they? They had the circus. They 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 closed down. Um, So, listen, so listen, and I'm bringing this up for a reason because, you know, it really did hit me. Like, yo, it affected me. And I know a lot of people who, you know, now you guys are listening to the podcast, so you obviously are familiar with Carl. But, you know, I, I'm, Carl will tell you, when, when we kind of built this company, it was always like CJ and E were like the Pippin and Jordan, Batman, Robin type thing. And like that was like what people used to say about us. And me and E always used to talk about, even like way back in the day, like, how, you know, Jay and Dame, they broke up, man. They start making this money. And, you know, eventually they had to go their separate ways. And, you know, you look at, you know, um, now Mike and Mike, you know, they've been together longer than we've been together. And they're breaking up now, like, yo, it's over, you know. And so for me, it affected me, like, because I'm, you know, we're, we're not, we're, we're human too, right? And we're not perfect. And so although we'd like to think, man, we're going, you know what I'm saying, till we go to the grave, you know, there is, said. right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. So there is that, 
not possibility because I don't even like speaking death. Like, I'm not on that. You know what I mean? Like, yo, we, we brothers. We built this thing together. We're going to see it, you know, to the very end together. And that's how I feel. But then you look at, I'm sure it was a point when Mike and Mike thought that same thing, right? And so I'll be honest, just so people know, like, it hasn't, I mean, so it's been, it's been a process, one, and Carl can speak to this too, but like there are safeguards that I actually put in place and people don't even know. Like people think, oh, C don't have social media because, um, right. you know, he just don't want social media. He just want to focus on E. Part of that is true, but part of that is I looked at Dame Dash just being real. Like th- I can only learn from my surroundings. And I saw when Dame Dash and Jay-Z fell out, Dame Dash like had started to become the star. Right. And so that freaks me out. Like when people come up to me at conferences and want pictures and, you know, sign books and stuff like that. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm grateful for every one of our supporters. But that was something that I purposely safeguarded against because I saw what happened to Jay-Z and Dame Dash. And when Dame Dash was behind the scenes, making business deals, promoting Jay-Z, making sure they got, you know, everything straight financially, making sure the brand was moving and all of that. They were, I mean, you know, side by side, no issues. The minute Dame Dash got in the videos, you know, he had the women around him, the bottles, and he was like dancing in the videos and becoming the star is when they broke up. And so for me, I was like, yo, if I have my own social media, people booking me to speak all over the country, if I'm running around doing this and that, not only would I not be able to focus on what we said the goal was when we made this, you know, strategic shift, yo, it could be, you know, even, uh, it, it could be the thing that breaks us up. You know what I mean? Like, it could be the thing where, yo, I start getting the ego now, all of a sudden I'm getting booked on shows and, you know, I haven't talked to E in three weeks because I'm on the road, he's on the road. And, you know, so I, I think it's a healthy fear that I've had, but I'm not going to lie. When I read this Mike and Mike article, and you guys can go look it up, but essentially, it sounds like I said, one of them was kind of like, yo, what? You want to do what? And the other one had bigger aspirations of doing a solo thing. And I'm just like, wow, after, you know, how many years? And, and, and so it impacted me. Like, I read it, I think, either last night, or like, late last night or early this morning. I read it, and I was just like, wow, like, yo, this thing is real. We ain't talking about rappers now and egos and money or, you know, whatever you would think. These are two professional dudes who've been doing it for a long time and they couldn't stick it out. And so I guess I don't really have a question for y'all. Just kind of wanted y'all to speak on that just in terms of, you know, our own relationships and kind of where we're headed and where we're going. And, you know, although we don't like to think about things like that, have you guys ever thought about like, yo, what would happen if, you know, it, it, it didn't look like this in five, 10 years? I mean, we're all relatively young, right? Like it's, you know, Mike and Mike probably a little older than E, right? And so, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on that? So, I remember, I remember, see, it hit me. This, this topic hit me a while back thinking about the Fugees. Mm-hmm. I remember the whole Lauryn Hill, Wyclef thing. I was like, yeah, I mean, of course, yeah. that one was a, a sort of a different circumstance. Oh, but I remember same. having yeah, this. It's still the same. I mean, it's still the same yeah. thing, really. But I remember having this thought process like, yo, that's possible. Like, you come together and create something magical. You know what I'm saying? And in that moment, it's like, yo, this thing could last forever. And then, you know, like you said, just one little thing, (laughs) man. And and you know what it is? It's usually something small. Like, it's not even, like, the bigger stuff. So 
so when, when you mentioned the conferences, see, I remember one day I had a conversation. Forgive me if I go off a little bit. He pulled me back. But I remember somebody pulled me aside at one of the events. and was like, man, I know C&E up front all the time and they don't recognize you as much. But, man, I appreciate everything you do. Man, you 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 a celebrity, too. And I stopped the person like dead. Like I was like, yo, no disrespect intended, but E and C on stage is me. So, like, I, I'm not seeing it separated at all. So, like, like you said, see, in terms of safeguards, like, I've tried to put in my mind, like, yo, this is one, and I try not to separate it. But, like you said, stuff could happen. Like C said, I, I'm not I'm not saying we're immune to stuff happening, man, but I think I think the good thing that we do have, and I can't, I, I can't, I was going to say we communicate a lot, but so what? Like, I'll be honest, see, it's, it's just a real fear. Like, stuff could happen. Our kids, you know what I mean? Like, it's beyond us, too. It could be stuff that we can't even imagine. It could be kids. It could be whatever. I mean, I think, I think I want to go on record and say, like, right now, we good. I think we're good. Like, I mean, for life, till death. I think we're good. But, man, it's just a reality that you got to face. Like, stuff happens in life, and... I don't know that you could always be prepared for everything. Yeah, no, no questions. But see, I do. Um, I, I had the experience that Carl had when I was in Huntsville. Um, you know, I've always been a pretty, um, I guess you can use the word charismatic speaker. And so occasionally, you know, my pastor would ask me to speak. Now, there was, you know, when, when you talk about being in a large church, you have multiple men who covet the opportunity to speak, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? It's people um, chopping at the bits to speak. Now, one of the things I did to safeguard my relationship with my pastor is I never asked to speak. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a rule of mine, see. I, I never asked for something. My mother used to always say, you know, invited guests are welcome best. So I've never asked, pastor, you need me to speak? You know, I, I, I just served you know, as an usher, you know, I, I created like that little department, you know, but I, I did have people that used to come to me and say to me, you know, like, yo, yo, pastor gone, or, you know, you did, pastor asked you to speak, and yo, E, you, bro, you fire, like, I, I, I ain't going here, and some people weren't like, you know, being messy, but they were like, yo, you better than pastor. Now, I didn't let that go to my head, like Carl said. You know, I wasn't like, yo, I'm better than pastor. Like, I wasn't even on that because, you know, just being that I'm a Christian, I've seen this play out many times, you know, in the word. I've seen it play out in history, you know. So my thing was, hey, he asked me to speak. I did what he told me to do. It ain't no more in there. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be no pastor. Uh, I'm not trying to speak more. I was doing what he told me to do. Nothing more, nothing less. And so just in my brain, see, staying in my lane and not letting people and what people say, like Carl said, dictate well, my lane. Well, here's the thing, like though, and, and stay right there, and I'm not trying to interrupt you, but your lane sometimes changes, and you evolve and you grow. And so what you were as the assistant pastor may not always be, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, people grow and evolve. So, yeah, while that was cool for a season... You know, it doesn't mean you have to stay in that particular lane and maybe stunt your own oh, growth no, forever. That. But 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 I think the danger, though, see, is you can't if, if somebody put you in a lane. They also have to put you in the next lane, if that makes sense. And I think what a lot of people do wrong is you don't mind a person making you a two, 
but then you piss when they don't make you the one and then you go out and try to be the one on your own. And so for me, that's another safeguard. If my pastor says to me, like, yo, E, I'm going to need you to like go from being an usher to an assistant pastor. And then even if I felt in my spirit that I've grown to be a pastor, I'm still doing it, see, under his jurisdiction, if that makes sense. You understand what I'm saying? Like, this is the person that was responsible for helping me to grow. So I'm not about to be like, yo, I'm on my own. Like, you see so many churches started or so many nonprofit organizations start. You see a lot of stuff start. And people, like, and I hope I'm, I'm saying this right if I'm not, help me see, but they take the support of a person to get on when they weren't on, and then when they're ready to get to the next level, they don't need that person's support no more. And it's like, yo, you can't do that. It's like, if this was the person that got you going, just because they not saying, and I, man, I'm telling you, I, I hate this with all my heart, bro. And, and I see it happen a lot with um, people that I have, you know, close relationships to and people who call me a mentor. When I, when you, when I help you get to where you want to get to, but then I tell you something that you don't want to hear, then all of a sudden now, like my instruction ain't right, good. Right, but let no me more. challenge you though, because you're you the same to... one who said Barry Gordy couldn't get uh, Michael Jackson to the same level Quincy could get him to. Absolutely. So you, so Mike left yeah, Barry Gordy because he had to grow even more. So it might have been he might have outgrown Barry Gordy's a, advice. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it was like let's say for instance with Dr. June at Michigan State University, he hired me, right? He also gave me money for my second year in my master's program and set me up for the job and then set me up for the, um, the, the position to get the PhD paid for because I was working at the university. So we all know I left Michigan State, but I promise you see, and I don't know if y'all remember, I wanted to leave a year early. And so I went to Dr. June, had lunch with Dr. June. It was like, doc, I'm, I'm ready to get up out of here. Like, I just don't feel like this is the space for me anymore. He specifically said to me, y'all know how, um, deliberate, you know, and intentional, <laughs> as strategic he is. Like, he ain't quick to make moves, you know what I'm saying? Turtle. Like, he really thinks stuff through, right? And he said to me, E, give it another 365 days. Give it another, see, that's a long time. And you know the stuff that we had gone through. He said, give it another 365 days. And in 365 days, if you don't feel like you need to stay, then move. But I don't want you moving off of emotions or you're moving off the fact of your feelings of you don't like what's being what's happening right now. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to put you in a different space. So that's when we move down the hall. I promise you that was the longest 365 days of my life. But after the 365 days, I went to him and said, I did what you told me to do. I waited a whole year and I still feel like I needed whatever. And he said, my blessings be upon you. That's what I'm talking about. See, I'm not talking about not leaving. I don't know what happened with Barry Gordy, you know, and Mike. I'm not really sure what happened in that relationship. But I'm saying too many people, see, I think have problems in relationships because it's like as long as C is telling me what I want to hear, me and C on the same page. But the day C say to me, E, don't do this and don't do that. Now I'm like, no, I'm bigger than C. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I can do whatever I want to do. And, and I'm not on that. Y'all know I'm not on that. There are things that you say, E, don't do that. And I'm like, what? I'm a grown man. Like, this is an idea I have. This ain't nothing but a t-shirt. And you're like, I know, but we're not going in that direction. I'm like, all right, cool. And so I think that's one of the safeguards people need to have that doesn't mean that you need to stay under the toolage of your mentor forever. But even when you separate C, it shouldn't be ugly because here's what happens. When you have people that separate ugly, sometimes one person, you know, evolves and goes to the next person. 
I mean next level, but the other person either stays where they are or far behind. So even if we decided to split ways, part ways, because we are all essentially what it took to get us all where we are, then we still have to do it in a way that is a blessing to everybody, you know, and that's all I'm saying. So for me, man, one of my safeguards is eat, know your lane, stay in your lane, like know your lane, stay in your lane. And I just see too many people who get in a lane and then they get big time. And then all of a sudden they want to tell folk when they say, don't do this or don't do that or think about this or think about that. They like bump that. I'm out. I'm starting my own church or starting my own nonprofit or starting my own business. And I don't have nothing to do with you no more. You know what's funny to me, see, mm -hmm. you go through the hard stuff at the beginning. So right, it would right. seem like if you can make it through, oh, I'm just, I'm thinking maybe it's stuff that we're not exposed to yet that don't make sense now. You know, maybe we ain't big <laughs> enough yet. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm thinking you go through all the hard stuff the right. first year, the first five years, and you get through all that. Now you to a level of success. You know, things are going well. well the plans I think, are Carl, there's a big thing that comes into play. He touched on it a little bit is that ego starts to come into place. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you, you start to get, you start feeling yourself a little bit more because you have had a level of success, right? So, right. Carl, you you might be like, "Yo, see, dog, don't 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 call me with the directions, bro. Like, I helped build this thing, you know, build this thing too. Where when I called with the directions before, it was just the lane that we were in, right? See, kind of yeah. run that, you know what I'm saying? You do that, but now you like, yo, I'm responsible for blowing this thing up. I came up with this, I came up with that, and so that could hmm. create a rift between us. And so, um, I guess you know, it forced me to think about you know, our own, you know, our relationship and that like have, I guess, you know, we, we work like y'all know us, we work. I'm talking about every day, all day, we going after it and rarely do, you know, probably, you know, not enough. Do we sit back and reflect, you know, as much as we mm. should, but have you ever thought about, and e, you've been with, you, you've had a whole nother team before. I think for Carl right. and I, maybe uh, this is like our first marriage, you like on your, yeah. your second or third, <laughs> where it's like you were yeah. rolling with people before. And I'm not going to say you got a divorce, but there were, pro uh, let me ask you this. Were there times, were there times in your past relationships with, you know, friends or a crew or, you know, your old Carl and CJ, where you thought for sure that you were going to be with them forever? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But understand is what you said, see, we never separated or we never divorced in terms of our friendship. And that's what you see a lot of times with a lot of these different duos. We not, you see graduation, L there, Lee there. You, you see the love that the family had. You see them there on the reg. You see Lee was there, you know, every other week cutting everybody hair. So the relationship, you see his sister. Yeah, but it's not town. the same relationship, you, though, for sure. Oh, it's a, it's a better, it's a better well, I'm talking relationship. About in terms of closeness, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you're not talking to them every day. You know what I'm saying? They don't know your, your daily mood. Like, you you are well aware of what's well, going on. Well, we're not talking every day because we're not conducting right, business. Right, right, right. That's what I mean. So the business part is not there. Yeah, but no, no, no. The relationship is as strong but as I'm saying, that. But, you know but I'm saying? But here's what I'm saying, E. If me, you, and Carl decide to go our separate ways today, the relationship is not going to be the same. Or, or I, right. I don't even see it, it, a I'm way for sure. it to even be better. Carl, help me out. Am I tripping? Or? Uh, no, I can't see it. I'm being real. I can't well, see I'm it. Well, I'm saying, yeah, yeah. But And I'm saying y'all can't see it because... It's like you said, it's like you being with your wife and you saying, I can't see it means my wife ain't married. How are we going to be whatever? But you see people who divorce, who have a great friendship. They, they uh, the exception, though, not the rule. Families are hanging out yeah, doing a family reunion. I'm just Most saying, people I like I can't stand it. his guts. 
and, and that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We have to stay away from because I think what happens is people feel like because we can't do this, we can't do anything. And that's not the truth. So, so there, so there are times where, you know, what I'm saying we need to make a move, you know, and L called the other day. Me and L had talked a couple weeks ago. It's like, yo, E, I think I'm ready to, you know, make a move to Michigan. And I think I'm ready to work with, you know, what I'm saying the crew again. I'm like, okay, cool. I, that ain't got nothing to do with me. That's C now. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not my, my role of responsibility. So we still have a very tight relationship. We still praying with each other. We still talking about each other's families and marriage counseling and kids counseling. We're just not doing business together anymore. And so that's what I'm saying. I think there's a way to divorce, you know, one without the other. But like you said, I have been in the game for a minute and my stuff is, isn't on that. My stuff is, I think the difference between, you know, my relationship with them and you guys is that the, the, what you were able to add in terms of taking me to that next level. And so for me, the danger is another protector is like staying in my lane and it's rough y'all. For those of you who are listening, you got people 10 and 12 years younger than you and you got your baby and you have people who, um, if it's videography, Carl has the liberty to say, yo, E, I ain't like that. Do that again. Like, bro, what I do is not, this ain't no script. So when I come from my heart, I feel like I came from my heart. Like I, I don't measure my stuff like they do. Like I, I came from the heart. Like I never not come from the heart. And Carl might be like, yeah, you came from the heart, but not from the heart heart. But I don't know what that means. Okay. But you're gonna have to do it over again. That's not easy. You know what I'm saying? That's not easy because I don't have nothing in writing and I got to do it again and just like inflect more. It, it don't work like that. Or with an idea, see like, nope, we're not going that direction. E, we're not doing this conference. We're not doing that. That's not easy. You know, and so I don't think it's an ego issue only. I think it's again, staying in your lane. Just because I'm the CEO of this company doesn't mean I can travel in all lanes. It, it doesn't mean that. And I think that's where a lot of companies go wrong. It's like dudes feel like because they are the talent and that's all I am. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not saying that I don't bring other things to the table, but I am the talent. Like that's what I am from a business standpoint. I am the talent. So I'm not necessarily the accountant. I'm not necessarily the visionary anymore. You know what I'm saying? I'm not necessarily the day-to-day -day operations, the recruiter, you know, the supervisor. I'm not that anymore. I'm the talent and I understand what I am and I do what I do well. I think what happens is when you're the talent and you know because of you, you know, um, uh, opportunities are opened up, streams of income are coming in. You feel like, well, because I'm the talent, now I have the right to go over to the legal department and tell them what to do too. And it's like, you don't have a right to do that. Just because you are the talent and you are blessed, you know, and there are some things that you can do for the company that maybe other people cannot do, you still don't have the right to do something that you're not gifted at. And I think that's one of the other problems, see, is this power struggle, is just because I'm the CEO or whatever I am, you know what I'm saying, I have the right, even with my kids, man, with my wife, like I remember going to different companies or different football and different programs and they kids just talking to people any kind of way. They kids running up and down, you know, whatever. it's just like, it's like, yo, you just, you got this power and you get, you giving your kids this power and you disrespecting people or whatever you're doing, but you, 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 you don't, you, you, you're letting, you, you, you're letting the power get to your head. And that's one of the things I don't do. I, I understand where I'm powerful at. I understand where I'm gifted and talented at. And if I'm not, I just stay out the way and let the people who got us here continue to take us where we need to go. Yeah, no, 100%. And, and Carl, I'll let you speak on it. I guess, like I said, you just feel a little vulnerable because one of the things that I've always kind of, you know, when I, when I thought about it, like you take comfort in is even though 
you know, we had, you know, definitely some, especially me and E that had some royal rumbles about mm-hmm. where we're going, um, or about, about not, not about where we're going, about how we get to where we're going, right? right We've always right, had, right. you know, the, the, the vision in terms of what the actual goals were, and our core values have always been aligned. So I've always, you know, kind of taken comfort in knowing that, yo, even though E might not like some of the things I do, I might not like some of the things he does, you know, we taking different roads, but at the end of the day, we got the same, you know, pinpoint marked in the GPS. Like we're mm-hmm. going to that same place. And so I've always, you know, felt comfortable with that. But then looking at a situation like a Mike and Mike, it just makes you feel vulnerable because, yo, they probably both had the vision of, yo, we're going to make this into the number one sports talk show in the world. We're going to do this. We're going to have so much success. You know, we're going to make money. We're going to be able to, you know, get our input and our opinion out there. And they actually did it. And then to have a fallout after that long, and I just looked it up, is 18 years, right? So I think I've known E for 12, maybe 13. They did it for 18 years and, um, you know, weren't able to keep that. So I guess, I don't know, is that something that, maybe I'm tripping, does that even cross your mind? Like, yo, all the time. One, like, what would I do? You know, I thought about that the other day. I was speaking the other day at the event, and I was like, yo, my resume is hit. Like, yo, if I go to, I don't know what job you can be like, yo, I'm a former advisor and, you know, a partner with a motivational speaker. Like, I'm like, I don't know what else I'm qualified in this world to do, but be the president of ETA. But is that something, maybe Carl, let me ask you, is it something that you ever think about? And not like, again, you know, we always believe in, you know, speaking things into existence and, you know, having that positive mindset and, you know, wishing life and speaking life and not death and all of those things. But is, have you ever thought about like, yo, what happens if C go crazy, his ego get out of control, he just leaves the group, he's gone, E decides he's made enough money, he's wants to, you know, run the world with D and speak every six months, like, have you ever thought about that possibility and what that would look like, feel like? Very, very, very short, short, only because what you just said, like, I can't see life beyond it. And I'm not trying to be funny. I think the, the one answer that I have to it, see, is the, the thoughts that I did have, like, yo, if something ever go crazy with us, I'm packing my bags and taking my family to Barbados and going to the beach. <laughs> That's the immediate answer I got. I, I promise yeah. you. That's the immediate answer I got. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I know I'm going to go to the beach and we're going to start hey, that sounds a lot better than there. me saying I'm going, packing up my family, going to Lansing. Go to Lansing. Shout out to my hometown, but good Lord. That sound like a pretty day. I'm a little, hey, I'm concerned now because Carl seemed to have a sweet backup plan. You know what I'm saying? My backup plan is nowhere near sweet as living my life in paradise. Oh, uh, but so. so. And, and you know, I, I want to say this as well because I do know see that there are some people who are going to be listening to this who are in this space, you know? And I think one of the ways that you safeguard yourself from anything like this is really having a plan, you know, and not letting, like not overlooking stuff. You know, the elephant in the, in the, in the, in the uh, room. And I think, I think we do a great job of that, you know? And I, 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 there was a statement that um, uh, Jay-Z made on his album you know, he said, you know, to the extent that, you know, if you made a hove, make another one, you mm-hmm, know, and mm-hmm. that, that's a pretty, that's a pretty powerful statement, you know. You know, this, this, that, that lyric came out of an experience, you know what I'm saying? Because you know Jay-Z and how, you know, uh, how creative he is. So that came out of an experience. 
And so I always ask myself, you know, like, okay, E, you know, you hearing what he's saying, you know, uh, if you made a hole, make another one. I get it. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I'm saying, E, you have to, um, you have to be very cautious about, um, you have to be very cautious about, um, how do you say it? Understanding what C means to the company, understanding what Carl means to the company, understanding what others mean to the company. And a lot of times, you know, like Carl said, you do have people coming to Carl, man, you this, 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 that, whatever, especially before the podcast. So it's my responsibility to make sure that not only are you guys blowing me up, but that you hear from me and you hear from my family what that means and how grateful we are. You know what I'm saying? Because I think sometimes, see, when, when, when you blow up like we blew up, you almost start to take it. People can start taking each other for granted, if that makes sense. Mm. And so I'm not talking about being fake and just doing awards for the sake of doing awards, getting somebody some trophy just for the sake. I mean, I'm being real, like literally. And I think we do a great job of that, of not being fake or over the top. But I think we do a great job of like really staying in our lane, really valuing each other. You know, we got a trip coming up, you know, to Barbados, we've done Hawaii, we've done whatever, you know what I'm saying? Even when we do our own trips or our own conferences, we still away from the major group, you know, and spend time together. Our, our, our wives spend time together, you know, especially Didi and Tamisha because they're local. Um, and again, for real, I make sure, man, with my kids, uh, I got a son, you know, my daughter, I make sure that, you know, they're just some things that they're cautious of, some things that um, they're, they're, they're doing the show the team and ETA as a whole, like, you know, when my kids go to an event, they don't get to walk around, you know what I'm saying, and act big time. Like, they, Jada at the table serving too, you know what I'm saying, um, Jalen is serving too. I heard somebody tell me the other day, they was like, yo, I watch your son, like, when, when nobody's watching him, like, I watched him when he don't know nobody's watching him, and I saw how he was taking care of a couple of the people's kids, you know, and you could tell the kids loved him. He was having a genuine good time with them. So even to the extent of my family, see, you know, my wife ain't big time. Didi ain't getting off the plane like, yo, so, um, make sure everybody have my grape, you know, uh, my, my grape M&Ms, you know, my, 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 my uh, Perrier water, you know, with the lime. Like my wife ain't big time. So I think it's important not just with, you know, just E.T., but my family as a whole showing y'all through different means, whether it's birthdays or baby showers or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, we value y'all. We value the work that you do. We value the fact that we're living the way we're living because of what you guys do every day. And I think that's another big piece that a lot of CEOs or big, you know, people who are up in, you know, the up in management that they forget, like, these aren't slaves. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the individuals that work for you and grind for you, th there's no way to pay them what they're worth you know, but you have to find other ways to show them that value. And I think as long as people feel valued and we're going to make mistakes and as long as it's open and people are honest, everybody knows how much we make sitting at this table. Everybody has access. Everybody's got the codes. You know what I'm saying? There's no place that this person can't go that that person can't go. You know, uh, if C needed to sleep on the pullout for real in the, uh, the, the grand suite, he's more than welcome huh. to, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, but for real, like, and what C was saying, like, you know, when we go on the road, it's like if I go on the road and every time I go on the road, I'm the only one, you know, that is acknowledged and I don't acknowledge them. Because I don't think Carl is looking for Nike to be like, thanks, Carl. We appreciate you. Nike don't, they not, they probably don't even know, 
you know, who Carl is. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not on that. They're not on uh, looking out for the whole. they just like, okay, we, we need E.T. Not that they even, know, you know, know about my life to the extent or when I work with Under Armour. It's like, yo, we got a gig. We think you will be a, a phenomenal fit for that gig. But it's my responsibility to make sure my team knows how much I value them. So it's just a challenge to all the CEOs that are out there. And we're not talking money, you know, uh, but make sure your people know and make sure you're not lording your power over them. We share power in this company. Um, I think Carl and I both will admit um, that C has the majority of it. You know what I'm saying? But the rest of it is shared with, amongst hey, us. Hey, I'm sorry. You, know, you, you lost me after you said Eminem got a new grape flavor. I'm trying to figure out what the grape Eminem's is talking about. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, no, that's new. That's something you only get in the grand suite, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Over in the in the Motel 6, we don't have grape Eminem's yet. Um, no, you make a good point. And, that, and the other thing, let's just not even remotely tiptoe around this, and it probably shouldn't have took us this long, is understanding uh, how the money comes in and where the money goes. You kind of alluded to it, but like that is uh, obviously one of the first things that will break somebody up is who's getting paid what, how are they getting paid, how much are they getting paid, how often are they getting paid. Like, yo, money will be the first thing to turn people cold. You look at every group that ever existed, I think money was probably, you know, in 99% of the cases, uh, you know, the thing that ended up, uh, you know, tearing the whole thing apart. So no, 100%, I'm with you. And um, so let me ask this, see, I wonder, mm -hmm. and I'm just thinking back of Mike and Mike again, mm -hmm. is it a possibility that their goal wasn't like the ultimate goal? Like in yeah, terms no, no, no. Of, I, yeah. Oh, go you know what I mean? finish. Yeah, no, go finish. So, with, yeah, finish I was gonna talk. say. Okay, so, so they talked about building a show and whatever. And you get to this point now, you realize like, man, this is not the end of where I wanted to be. So it's like you know, it, for myself as as a person, like I know there's something bigger that I wanted to accomplish. So while we fell out or whatever, like it's it's a bit like if I had something bigger, like I mean, we talk about the Nobel Peace Prize. Like if we had something that huge that you know really is going to take your whole life to get to, would that make it harder to break up? You get what I'm saying? Hmm. Yeah, no, I'm just, yeah, I'm just throwing it out. Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, that is a, a very real possibility. And, and like I said, I think more so, and I think they're trying to clean it up now. Like, oh, no, there's nothing wrong. But I mean, I saw kind of the way it unfolded on TV. It didn't look great. You know what I'm saying? So... I, I'm with I'm with y'all in terms of you know having a bigger goal and even if they didn't if that was the end it still seems a little bittersweet it, it wasn't just like hey we don't want the core hey listen guys look hey and look, by the way just me just put this out for all the podcasts if we ever break up just know um, it was probably E or Carl who put, made the decision because I don't plan on going nowhere <laughs> and I plan on riding this thing out. But just know <laughs> E was finally like, yo, see, I'm good. Yeah, you've done yeah, enough, appreciate Carl. you. Well, I don't have <laughs> enough power or stake to be through, so I'm, not, I'm told what to do every day, y'all. <laughs> I, just, I just do concerts. I just do, I do appearances. So uh, it would, it, we ain't going nowhere then if the person with the most power say we ain't going nowhere. Oh, yeah, That's no. it. It's all right. If only it was that easy. But no, man, I do... Um, I hate to, to even when I was thinking about it this morning. I just it, doesn't it kind of give you the, the heebie-jeebies oh, a little for bit. Sure, like yeah. it almost make you sick to your stomach. Like wow, you know what I mean? I, I'm saying not not me see because it, it it almost reminds me of the story you tell about your nightmares have to drive mm -hmm. you. Know, yeah, that's me, real. So for yep. me, like I'm always thinking about it. I'm always you know puffy and biggie. 
you know what I'm saying, um, the, the whole, you know, Junior Mafia crew and where they are and where they aren't today, you know, who's still where, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always think about that. I've kind of, you know, grew up in that era where you see people who, you know, T.O., you know, mm -hmm. and uh, McNabb, you know what I'm saying? I've kind of grown up watching that happen. And uh, and I've watched first the fat boys. We must like acknowledge the first ones. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. First the fat boys yeah. broke up. Uh. Yeah. Oh yeah, the fat boys broke <laughs> up. Yeah. So so I, I've I've had a chance to kind of witness that, and um and and I don't like what I see, and so I think I wake up daily trying to do my part to protect us, because what we have is phenomenal, and I don't think, I don't think what. I just don't think that you could get any higher. So yeah, you could probably split up and continue to, you know, move on and be progressive. But the, you know, the height of just building something together and still being together after all these years. And then look, not only have we been together for a while, like it's not the drugs, it's not the, I saw um, an awards, uh, musical awards not too long ago. And there was some guys that was like, yo, we've been together for how many years? But when you think about what people have gone through, see the addictions, the, the loss, you know what I'm saying? The, just some of the decisions that people have made. It's like, yeah, you're still together, but man, you went through so much, mm -hmm. you know, back, I know it's a movie, but like when you look at stuff like the five heartbeats that was, you know, based on a right, true story right, right. or elements of a true story, you look at what people have gone through and I'm like, I'm just grateful we have gotten here without the drama. You know what I'm saying? Like we haven't lost anything. It just, it hasn't been a lot of drama. It's been a lot of life, you know? And um, if we could continue to do this on this level with the type of life that we're producing, yeah, it's enough for me to wake up every day and, and you know, at least be conscious of E, make sure you're not responsible for tearing down what you guys build up. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. thousand percent, man. And um, yeah, we, uh, yeah we, we, we had to do this because like I said, I, I wanted to acknowledge that it was, you know, real. But I think, E, I think you said the same, you know, the, the right thing. We're conscious of it. And we, we wake up every yeah. day and, you know, try to affirm each other and try to make sure, you know, everybody knows how much they're appreciated. And um, it's working for us thus far, man. And, you know, what, what would happen to the podcast? Could we still do the podcast at least? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we broke up. Let, let's we a, still uh, do the podcast. Let's sign a pre-month now. That we got at least the prenup. No, <laughs> we got to sign the prenup. Um, shout out to somebody who who decided to break up their dynamic duo and uh, seemed to work out for both of them. Uh, KD won a championship and Westbrook won the MVP. Yeah. And right. So, yeah. Um, just thought about that. Um, yeah. Breaking news just hit on my phone. I, I, I want the comments, the initial reaction from you guys. Uh, Chris Paul is officially joining the Houston Rockets. Mm. Wow. Well, I don't know how to feel about that. You know, we work with the Clippers this year, and CP and I got a little closer this year. And, um, yeah, so I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, yeah, that's that's huge. Yep, that's huge. Wow. I think, I mean, again, it didn't, <laughs> it didn't work. You know what I'm saying? They did it a couple of years, sure. so it's just that time to try yeah. something else on both sides, CP, yeah. the team, whatever. But Houston, though? Yeah. <laughs> but Houston? <laughs> well, they, they had a little playoff run. Hey man, we're, hey, hello. We're going to Houston. We love Houston. They're probably going to win the championship. Okay, right. You know we're coming to the age. I'm gonna need y'all not to hurt our ticket sales for the live event, dog and they hoop squad. So, um, shout out. No, no, no. I'm not dogging. I'm just saying, is that the piece they were missing? I don't know. Well, let's just be honest. Uh, uh, the Warriors got at least another ten years straight of championships. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know what uh, I mean. I'm just, just saying. for the sake of the league. Like, you know, I love Draymond, but for the sake of the league, bro, I just couldn't. 
I can't take another three-peat. I saw Jordan do it twice. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, that, but that's how the like, NBA is built on dynasties. It's like Alabama Crimson Ties. I mean, but the NBA has always been built on dynasties. You think everybody won them in multiples pretty much. You know what I'm saying? You look at the Celtics back in the day, the Lakers, even the bad boys came in, won a couple. Lakers, you know, won a couple again with Shaq and them. So, you know, it kind of, it, it seems like that's the, the way the Spurs in there with a couple. Spurs, you know, yeah. Even though Spurs, Spurs been consistent. They didn't win Come all theirs in Pistons. a row. Come on, Can I get uh, the Pistons? I said the bad boys. <laughs> Yeah, okay. yeah, said, yeah. That's like come the on, second now, one he know. said. He. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, I, I got you now. I ain't gonna hold you up now with Isaiah and yeah. Vinny Johnson. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> uh, hey, alrighty. Hey, and and before you go, and in other breakups, Phil Jackson is breaking up with the Knicks, or the Knicks breaking up oh, with Phil Jackson. I, you know what? I, I, want, I was gonna say I something, but I'm gonna really I'm gonna together. teach on that this weekend. So um, okay, I, yeah. Okay. So Carl, yeah. I was actually gonna call you afterwards and, and teach on it. And for those of you who know, it just I love it because it adds to my theory. Of uh, yo, yeah. be exactly specific. You already yeah. know. That's so why I say I hate yeah. when people say, yeah, I'm a speaker. I'm like, what? That's like Phil Jackson said, yeah, I do basketball. Nah, bro, you coach. Yeah. He you was coach. Uh, yeah. uh, average as a player, great, phenomenal, Hall of Fame, as legendary coach. as yeah. a coach, and terrible as a GM, president, whatever he was. He just yeah. got fired or whatever it was. But you see, even within a lane, it is important to be specific and master that's a certain what I say, lane. Stay in your lane. Yep. See? So, that's no, hundred percent, hundred percent. You would think that it was a transferable skill set, but it's you. not. You know what I'm saying? Mm, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Don't let your power tell you you have more power than what you really. Yeah, no have. doubt. So all the game changers. We got a speaker training this weekend back at the crib. Uh, I'm definitely going to be hitting on that man and getting you guys to focus in. So, Carl, I call you. We get the slides ready, but I'm hundred percent going to teach on that. Um, Real quick, uh, uh, Houston, we are coming that way, man. H-Town, you heard it. Uh, Super excited about that. We got all the crew coming, and that is July 9th. Super pumped up about that. You guys make sure you go get your tickets, etinspires.com backslash events. If you're in the Houston, Texas area, come out. It's going to be crazy. And then we're doing the next, thank God I'm married, tour stop uh, August 5th. In Miami, sunny Miami, Florida. Somebody texted me the other day, said, are you coming to Atlanta for the marriage conference? I don't know. But if I was you, I'd buy a, a, a get on Expedia or whatever, Travelocity, and book a flight to Miami, man, and come uh, have a good time with us down there. Um, also, Carl, oh, is that it, Carl? What else do we got? Just a cruise next year. She a little ways off, but you still yeah, want to get no, the pennies together. No, nope. I bought my flamingo. She coming. Did you oh, see you the got shirt? your flamingo <laughs> shirt. He texted us a picture yesterday of <laughs> a flamingo. With the butt. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm ready. Um, my first cruise. So, yes, yes, come join us yeah. on the boat, man. We're going to have a blast. We're going to do some live podcasts. Hey, you messed me up, though, see? Yes. Because you said you're not bringing your kids. Josh said he's bringing his kids. So, I'm kind of torn. Well, Josh kids can uh, can can go to the bathroom by themselves. So uh, I'm, you know what I'm saying. I'm thinking he could just let turn them loose. Uh, my kids. Oh, let me tell you something, man. Who? It was a rough week for me. Um, my daughter, she she got her first little whooping the other day. And, uh, yeah, it, it it took a piece of my soul. Mm. Now I didn't whoop her. You know I'm. <laughs> You, you know I didn't touch her. But her mom, she popped her on the hand. It wasn't no whooping, all right? She popped her on the hand. Because right. Avery is, yo, she's been getting in trouble a lot at school. So she's one. She's officially one. So I guess Candace figured she was one. 
she needs to start learning the difference. So she like, she will go in on Trey. So she'll just grab his hair, bite him, pinch him, whatever. Like she don't care. So she was mm. like grabbing his hair, grabbing his hair. And uh, Candace was like, let go. Try to move her hand. She reached back, grabbed it again. She moved her hand, reached back, grabbed his hair again. And Candace was like, pop. And she looked at me in just this little small mm. cry. And, and a, a piece She's of. like, come on, get, get, get her off. Oh, get her oh, off. Oh, bro. <laughs> I was, I'm talking about devastation. Oh, I was so hurt. My little baby, she's so beautiful. She just looked at me like, why did you let her do that? And I just, oh, I grabbed <laughs> her up. And ran. I was like, "Mommy is mean." Oh man, let me tell you something. I don't, you know, with Trey. Good morning, but with little mama, I just wow, bro. And do y'all is this a similar experience y'all had to go through? Cause hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Jalen took so many beat downs, bro. If he looked at Jay, I would beat him down. I promise you, bro. I look back like, okay, I still don't know if I was right or wrong, but I promise you I ain't let my son touch. Oh, man. Jay to be like, sit down. Jalen to be looking at like, but I, you bet not touch her. <laughs> I promise you, you bet not touch her. Oh, man. I have Period. my man scared to look at her. And then mom's dudes. Yeah, we used to get, we got into it a couple of times, you know what I'm saying? Because like you said, I really never spanked her until she was like a teenager, mm-hmm. you know, and it was kind of like, you know, I'm bigger than, uh, she had, her power had got a little, oh, she no had doubt. got the power, no the power, see, she had got the power, and I was like, okay, let me let you still yeah, know yeah. who got the power, though, go yeah, down. yeah, let me let you it know, still go so, down. Uh, yeah, but no, no, I've been there, done that, bro, I had to I jump on, Jalen got the beat down, but Jada, yeah, no, 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 I never, yeah, me and Didi had many a conversations on, that might have been too hard, <laughs> you could have done it a different way, yeah, no, I had to jump on Jesse early, see, Jesse got a, she, she her mama child. Her mama is very independent woman. I don't need your help for nothing. Like, I don't need nothing from you. Like, leave me alone. And Jesse just, like, she got that spirit on her strong. So she want to do it her way. I'm talking about from early. So I had to start getting with her. I, at first, I was kind of hesitant. But then I heard E say what he just said, that he let Jada get away with a couple. Oh, yeah. And, Jada um, got the power. Yeah, I had to introduce her to myself a little earlier than I wanted to. So. Yeah, no question. No, yeah, straight, she, yeah, if I could do it again, I would. Praise God Jada for y'all. I promise you, I can't do it. Little mama, man. I, I am. Oh, I'm talking about No, no, I didn't, do it until she was, I didn't do it until she was 15, 16. But I'm saying if I could change it, see, I would have probably started at 11 or something. Right, well, <laughs> we'll, I guess we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But when I told Candy, I'm yeah. like, Oh, you're going to have to, uh, Candace be so mad at me because I used to let, Trey used to be in the crib crying. I'm like, let him cry it out. I'm asleep. He'll be and out. And little mama start crying. I look at Candace like, uh, you might want to get in there and get her. What you think, boy? She's like, let you let her cry. How come you let Trey cry? I'm like, I don't know. I, I got a problem. Like, it is, it is really a problem. I, I'm actually running drills in my house right now with Trey teaching him to protect his sister. So we got this new mm. drill we're doing where she crawls towards the stairs. And I lift the baby gate up and let her crawl towards the stairs. And Trey got to run to the stairs, stand on the stairs at the top, and hold her from going down the stairs. So I just stand behind her, and I'm like, don't let her fall down the stairs. And Trey's like, you know, got to lift her up. And he's like, ugh, ugh, carrying her up the stairs. So we are uh, in full training mode at the house for him to be the protector of his little sister. So uh, with that being said... Uh, let's jump into Ask ET. Ask ET, as always, brought to you by BreatheUniversity.com. You guys come check us out. You already know what we're doing over there. Big things popping. Uh, we would love to have you over there. Got a special guest coming on the line this week. And um, just a great program, man. Listen, man, there's this guys and, and, and people out there, man, trying to charge you thousands of dollars to be a part of a network or, you know, whatever, man. We have, in my opinion, right, my humble opinion, 
the best program in the world, just in terms of the type of people that are in this thing, the network that you get, the accountability, right? Some of you got the gift in you. You've been supposed to write that book, lose that weight, whatever. Come join a community of people who hold each other accountable in a positive, loving manner, man. You, you want to get connected to this type of energy and this type of environment. So join us at breatheuniversity.com. We'd love to see you over there. All right, let's jump in to Ask E.T., and um, let's see, doo, 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 doo. we got a bunch of questions this week. Let me try to find some good ones. Um, Nicholas in the UK said, what's your wife's biggest complaint about you? <laughs> How much time you got? Sure. Mm. <laughs> right. Let me put her on the phone. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Dilsey? That's, is Dilsey there? That's a whole there? podcast. Y'all about Where's to start. At, is Dilsey there? Can we talk about the, the clothes rack? Can we ask Dilsey? Mm. Yeah, we had to catch her on the next one because she ain't here. Okay, she, she okay. dipped out of All right, All right, yeah, no, I want to find out about, about the closure. Sure. What is, uh, E.T., yeah, what is your wife's biggest sure. complaint about you? Yeah, I, I'd say of the many, the probably the biggest one is just, <laughs> of you know, the always that work-life balance. That, the the biggest one is what? Much. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. The, the, the work-life balance. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, she retired, so it's kind of like, you're always on the phone, you always got a client. Oh, yeah. You always, you know, got a podcast. You got the problem like it's every week, same time. Like it was always, you got the Thursday call. What's going on on Monday? What's the, now you're doing Monday? What's the game change? What's that all about? You know what I'm saying? So it's got to be the work, you know, life balancing. You know, y'all know I ain't working 90% like I used to. But I think it's just her making sure she, you know what I'm saying? She, she, she have her territory tight work. Carl, what's Tamisha's uh, biggest complaint about you? Uh, she can't put nothing down in the house because so so here's my 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 disclaimer because we are doing so much we got a lot going on with work my thing is it's a spot in the house for everything just put it there when you come in the mm. house your shoes mm. your Me coat, and Carl your are keys. very much so brothers I'm talking about we we that. right there with that so if my wife will come in and she I mean again it's it's my pet peeve it ain't her so she come in and just take her coat mm -hmm. and just throw it over oh, the no chair doubt. or no the bag and the no table doubt. or whatever and I'm I'm talking about I'm about to lose my mind so she will literally so this is the one that she will say like don't move it cuz I could be going right back out and I promise y'all, I just can't, I can't let it sit there. So as soon as she put it down, I'm going to grab it. I ain't going to, ain't no fuss. I'm going to just grab it, put it in the closet where I know it's supposed to be. And she can't find it the next time she's trying to use it. I'm like, how you can't find it though? Like, you know exactly where it's supposed to be. But yeah, that's the biggest complaint, man. Like I'm that neat freak. Like everything got to be put up the no, right I'm way as soon you. as you can. I'm with you. I think it has uh -huh. something to do with us working at home too, Carl. You know what I mean? Like yeah, probably, your workspace yeah. got to be, you know what I mean? Conducive yeah. to... Uh, productivity. I tell my wife, she does the same thing. She like kicks her shoes off in the middle of the floor. I'm like, boo, you actually walked past where the shoes go to get to go. the yep. middle of the floor to yep. kick them off. Like, I ain't trying to be <laughs> yeah. funny, but you act, it would have actually been easier to kick your shoes off where they're supposed to go. Anyway, uh, we won't get into that. My uh, <laughs> wife's biggest complaint about me, who, um, Def, probably the affection boy. Like, she, my wife is very affectionate. She like, yo, I came in the house and you didn't give me the biggest hug. Like I, I, I have to work on that because I'm sometimes I'm in work mode or whatever, and I'm still kind of you know she comes home now at different hours, and like I'm not like dropping everything I do and being super affectionate like right off the cuff. So that's something that I always got to work on. So she'll be like, um, do you know you didn't really give me a hug? You just get, barely gave me a kiss on the cheek when I walked in the door, and that was it. So I'm uh I'm I'm constantly being reprimanded about 
my affection, but dear, if you're listening, I love you, and um, I'm working on it. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me put that out there. No questions asked. Um, yeah, make the adjustments. See, no Oh, no, I'm making the adjustments. I'm constantly working on it. She'll yeah. tell me, like, at the yeah, end of the I'm week, she'll be like, ah, oh, this was not a good mark. week for you. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, mm, The no, grade and the scale. Yeah, y'all know Candace is not scared to speak her mind, so um, she'll definitely let me know. I'll give you about a six this week, so... Um, let's see. Shane in Toronto said, what is one thing that you've done for the company, uh, individually that you're most proud of? Uh, so payroll. Obviously for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no doubt. No, obviously for me, man, it's just, I, Marshall and I were going through, we are doing some transitions with the site and Marshall was asking me this morning, Marshall's our web designer. I mean, our, our graphic designer guys, if for those that don't know. But he asked me this morning, like, yo, how many videos are up there? And I just kind of looked, as of this morning, 979 videos. On so, YouTube? So, man, you on YouTube, 900. And like, you, that, that's it, on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? That's not all the videos we've done. We got some on Vimeo. Oh, we yeah. got the ones in BU. We got like three, 400 in BU. You know, all the private stuff we did. So we've probably done 2,000 videos. You know what I mean? So... And for me, it's because that stuff just, it goes where we can't, you know what I mean? Like the message is so mm -hmm. powerful, but mm -hmm. in the room it's done, you know, once you leave. But that, that thing could go wherever. And now with everybody on social media, on the internet, like we can get people access, you know, that's what we want. We want people to have access to know that you can have whatever you want. So that, that's that got to be it for me, man. Yeah, 100%. I think um, for me, and probably just recently, man, have I really, um, you know, like, I guess had the time to stop and think about it. The Dr. Thomas album. Um, oh, yeah. Man, people, oh. man, people stop me. Like, that's the most talked about thing I think that, you know, we've ever done in terms of, like, what people say to me. Oh. You know, a lot of yeah. people now, you, man, shout out to everybody who comes up and shows love about the podcast, man. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast, which is, like, obviously I'm, you know, on the podcast, so you guys talk about that first. But when people sit down and I actually have a conversation with them about like what the brand is about and what we do as a brand, the Dr. Thomas album always comes mm. up. And I actually had um, lunch yesterday with like a pretty big uh, music executive or manager kind of, you know, person or whatever. And I didn't even know that they listened to the album and they were like, yo, that Dr. Thomas album is like flawless from start to finish. Like every track, the way you put it together, the da 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 da, da. And I was just like, wow, but a lot of people have been hitting me with that. And so I would say in terms of like a project that I worked on, I mean, I had, of course I had help, but you know, that's pretty much, you know, the albums and the mixtape and stuff are kind of my babies. The Dr. Thomas album, I think was, it, it was a, not only the album, but I think E actually getting his PhD after that long and that whole uh, moment in time uh, for our company and what we were doing is a special moment for me for sure. So I came across that this morning too. See, real quick, going through iTunes, that was the most, that was the favorite album of ours on our entire, like you search Eric Thomas on mm -hmm, iTunes, mm -hmm. and that was the most, like the most favorited um, item that we had on there. So absolutely. Yep. So if you haven't heard it, uh, and you sleeping under a, a rock, uh, go go download that Dr. Thomas album and the resolution so you can get in shape. The resolution, and again, it's so funny because people were like, yo, then I thought the resolution was going, I was like, the resolution was a workout album. It is a workout album. So shout out to everybody who's waiting on the Dr. Thomas album, the follow-up to the Dr. Thomas album, which I think I already said it, but it will be called The Prescription. And um, trust me, it's going to be legendary. Whenever I get to yeah. it, it's going to be legendary. I can legendary. promise you that. 
So, E, what is your uh, single greatest accomplishment that you've had in well, the let company? Me, let me get a one to the company first, and I think that's personal freedom. You know, we've created a type of mm. um, company where, you know, people have personal freedom. Uh, Tay just recently, you know, they had a scare, thought moms had a um, cancer, and she was able to go home, go to the doctor's office with her mom, go through that whole process. One of her good friends lost her husband. She was able to... Um, you know, not only have her come and stay with her, but took her with the family as well, you know. Um, so so just a personal freedom, you know. Carl, I heard Carl talking to Jordan earlier this morning to be able to have, you know, not have to, um, you know, for them, the parents are there, uh, Tamisha, you know, um, not to be able to have them, you know, in a daycare. They decided that, hey, you know, we want to have him here with us 24-7 and to be able to have that personal freedom, to be able to make that choice. You know, um, so I'm, I'm most grateful for that, that, you know, you guys have homes, you guys have careers, you guys have, you know, financial plans, you know, whatever, as I'm hearing all that's going on in terms of the health care reform and all of that, that, you know, we put ourselves in a position where, um, of course, we'll be affected by it, but we won't necessarily lose, you know, our health care benefits, you know, so that I'm, I'm most proud of that. And then, like you said, see, in terms of, to the world, the content that's, that's out there, that's helping people to get through, you know, divorce, get through cancer, or get back, you know, on their feet again, or help their families, you know, to go to another level, or connect with their children, because they're all listening to, you know, the ET stuff. So, so for me, man, the content, um, of course, I don't do videos, but the verbal, you know, uh, pieces of that, that that's what um, I'm probably most, um, you know, grateful for. Uh, it, you know, it's all the content. What's the best? Out. Okay, but I want that. That's cool. But what's the best moment you had in ETA? Mm. Like, what's the best? Like, I mean, we I'm, and I'm, I'm just all, and I don't know. Maybe it's not because we never had this conversation. Like, what? Like, think about Egypt, uh, Australia tour. Like, um, mm. you know, going to that's speak for question. NFL teams, NBA. Like, going to Seinfeld. Like, what's the single? biggest moment for you where you were like, whoa, like, wow, this thing is real or I can't believe this is happening or pinch myself kind of moment that you've ever had like individually in the company. Hmm. I, I know that's always I tough for E because he doesn't give a, tough, a good yeah. darn about anything. <laughs> He's always so chill and so cool about everything. Yeah, I just, they all are so, they, you know what I'm saying? It's like saying, which one of your children you love the most? Right, it's so many. You know, I'm you know what I'm. Like you, know what, you know what? You know the part I'm writing in, in my part of the book that I'm like reminiscing on. You know the first celebrity that reached out to us. Um, so it was either Tyrese. 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 Yeah, yep. I remember yeah. Tyrese yeah. in the song. Tyrese yeah, was, was like, "Yo, team. one of the first people, man." And I was just, yeah. you know, kind of writing about that moment in the book, man. So I don't want to give it away, but that was, uh, you know, that was, that was a fun yeah, time. I, I remember being like, yo, Tyrese sent it, man. I think he sent it on like Twitter or some or Facebook or something. And we were like, yo, that's crazy. So anyway, e, just get, give us one humorous, will you? <laughs> well, so let me say this, this is recent though. So of course it has nothing to do with none of that. <laughs> and you know, you'd be like, okay, that's not NFL, that's not EBA. But guys, one of the things that has blown my mind is that now there are people following us, you know, following the spiritual development pieces and people have literally flown into Lansing, you know, to, to, to rededicate or dedicate their lives to Christ, you know. And so you talk about shocking, you know, okay, E.T., the motivational speaker, but people who are following the spiritual parts 
and like saying like, yo, either I either want you to marry me, you know, like Josh going to marry Josh. That's real intimate, you know, and of course, I, I can't do it for everybody. See, you know, but those few moments I've had a chance to like marry people who are part of our Breathe University family or part of our family. And then to be able to baptize people like is really something that's just like just out of the blue for me. It's like I never thought that I would be so much a shepherd and, and I would be like so instrumental to people that, you know, that they would start their spiritual journey, you know, through the work that we do. Because that's not something that we put right, out. Right. You know, we don't have that stuff like mm-hmm. just out, out. So people have had to yeah. dig and find that kind of stuff. Right, so well, not if you're in Breeze University. Been... You don't have to dig. Right, right. It's there. Your computer. Right, right. Um, so if you're out there and you're going, man, I want to hear East Simons. Listen, I tell people all the time. Like, people ask me, like, yo, what's the thing that most people would be surprised to know about y'all, maybe? And I'm like, yo, we have thousands. So if he <laughs> ever does leave me and Carl, I promise you, we're going to eat uh, for the rest of got, our life. Because we, we got, got thousands pack, and hey, thousands of hours. I don't think people yep. understand. He probably speak on average of like 15 times a week. And we yep. put out like a quarter <laughs> of one speech. Like, so there is thousands and thousands and thousands of audio. He preaches every single weekend. So that literally oh. is a sermon that we have for, in what, last 10 years that we have. Easily. And we've probably put like uh, maybe like the Adele, the Adele audio, oh. still one of my favorite audio to minutes. this day, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, that we've put out to the public. But we do share that stuff with our Breathe University family. So if that's something you're interested in, man, jet on over to Breathe You. Hey, how about that? Another plug for BU. Um, mm. All right, cool. Let's jump. Uh, how many? E, how you looking on time? We got time. I know we're running a little long, but I got two more here. You want to do one or two? Uh, one. Okay, no problem. I'm already in trouble. Uh, like, I thought it was an hour show. Y'all in two hours uh, now. CJ in Atlanta said, where do you buy grape M&Ms? No, I'm just kidding. Um, let's see. <laughs> well, hey, hey, you don't buy them. They provide them for you. <laughs> oh, that's all I want to do is get to the level where I can give me some grape m Because I love grape. You know, I had grape Jolly Ranchers, you know, all kinds of stuff. But never. Grape Jelly. Eating grape M&M's. Uh, um, let's see. You, uh, this is y'all want to go with a serious one or a funnier one? Oh no, let's go with a serious one. Um, oh, that might be too deep. Hold on, let me not go there. Uh, let's. Uh, okay, Ian in Nashville said, "Et, thanks for everything. Huge fan. Quick question: My wife has been working on my bi- uh, in my business with me for the last few months. I thought it was going to be great, but so far that's not the case. <laughs> and I, this is not funny, guys. He said it's actually straining our otherwise solid marriage. What should I do? do uh, and he seems pretty serious. But dissolve the company, bro. This, this, no, no. <laughs> sell your share for the sake of your marriage. Sell your share. <laughs> Go back and get no, a job. No, I'm serious. No. Answer it quick, because I want to get to this no, other I, question I, I real quick. See, I promise I'll make it quick, though. Yeah, I, I think, see, for me, one of the bigger challenges is not you and your wife working together, see? I think when you're an entrepreneur, some people think that it's like willy-nilly, like all goals, and they don't set boundaries and talk about expectations. You know, so for Didi and I, you know, we both said, like, yo, it may not be easy for us to work together. You know what I'm saying? So we talked about it first. Like, what does the day look like? You know, what are we expecting? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, when do we get alone time if we need it? You know what I'm saying? Whatever. So I think for Didi and I, man, like for real, we set some serious boundaries. You know what I'm saying? And our boundaries, see, is there are times when she'll go shopping and she's like, yo, you could take me shopping, but when I get there, you know what I'm saying? I, 
that's just going to be my time. And, and then for me, see, I, I do a lot of my business calls during the time, you know, she's in the mall. And then what I'll do is an hour on the phone. I'll go in, spend about 15, 20 minutes with her. Boom, go back, walk through the mall, talking on the phone. So I just think that he and his wife, before they dissolve it, you know, is they do need to sit down and kind of talk. What's the expectations? You know, when is our alone time? When do we work together? You know, what should we be doing and what shouldn't we be doing? And I think if they sit down and put a plan together, they'll probably have a, it'll probably be easier for them to walk through and then get a, a, a group or um, what should I say, like a couple that has been through the same thing and use them almost like, you know, as coaches to help them when they have some rough spots, you know, to kind of get through it or whatever. Yep, got you. Let me get this one out the way real quick. E. Uh, Brandon said, hi, guys. First of all, thanks for all you do and all the information you share on the podcast. You guys talk about being self-aware, finding that one thing you're good at, mastering that area. So what if someone genuinely has multiple areas of interest and multiple skills that they're good at, related or unrelated? How do you become self-aware and drill it down to a single focus? Or can someone be a jack of all trades and master of all? So, Carl, I want Mm. you to I'll answer it first, but then, Carl, I want you to take it real quick. And I say, no, you cannot be a master of all, right? Because, again, if you have four different areas, let's say photography, web design, music, acting, that you're all interested in, the maximum, I know we do 120, but for the sake of math, we'll do 100%. The maximum you can give those is 25, 25, 25, 25, right? So what happens is the person who's putting 100 into photography, they're going to blow by you. The person who's putting 100 into web design, they're going to blow by you. Music, acting, those people will soar past you because they're focusing all their energy all day, every day on that one task, and they're going to fly by you, right? Not because they're better than you, but because they're putting more time in. So that's why I always say narrow it down to a single focus and work on that one thing because what will happen is if you've got four things you're giving 25% to, you're going to be average across the board. Now, Mm. Carl, as it relates to having multiple skills, which I think more so than me and E, you've been blessed with a myriad of talents. Where do you, how do you find that and which one to lock in on? And, and I guess you, you're better equipped to answer that than probably E and yep. I'm, I'm Hopefully this is not an oversimplification of it, but do the one that's most profitable first because that'll eliminate a lot of the challenges that you have when you just do the one that you think is the, the one that you like or, you know, the other one, you know what I mean? Do the one that can make you some money, get you, yourself in a position where you have the time and the flexibility to do the other stuff. So literally for me, I, like I played, I played um, instruments through college. Like it was a weekend thing, so it didn't affect class. I couldn't do anything else. So I, 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 I would spend time practicing the guitar, the piano, that kind of stuff. And every weekend I was playing at two, three churches and that's how I made money, you know, to, 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 to support myself through school. Um, then of course, I promise y'all, now it might've been, no exaggeration, it might be five years since I practiced an instrument and I'm not trying to brag or anything. It might be literally five years and I'm not proud of that, but that's just not what I'm focused on now. Now, well, it transitioned into the video. That's all I did, the videos, literally all I did. Now it might be a year since I've edited a video because I've mm-hmm. moved on to other things. You see what I'm saying? So I do the thing that you need to do at that time that's most profitable. And, and when I say profitable, it may not be money. It may be time. It may be, you know, family moment, whatever. Like do the one that works best for that time frame that gives you your best return on, an, on investment. And then you can, once you can get past that, then you can switch to whatever else. You don't have to lose them necessarily. But um, at any point now, I could go take the guitar up if I wanted to, to put energy into that and do that. You know what I'm saying? I haven't lost it because I ain't do it. I just need to put more time. So just, yeah, that'll be my advice. Focus on the one that can give you the, be- the biggest return on investment the fastest. 
Perfect, man. Listen, before we get that nugget of the day, man, go leave us that review on iTunes. Go give us that five-star rating. I think we jumped up to like, what, number 12, 13, 14, or something yeah. like that on the iTunes charts, man. So you guys leaving us those reviews and writing the podcast and sharing it with friends is really what's taking us to that next level. You know we're not stopping. I'm not going to stop asking y'all for, for reviews until we get to number one. <laughs> like, flat out. If y'all want me to stop asking you to give us a review, get us to number one, and I promise you I'll leave you alone until we yeah. drop, unless we drop back to two. Then I'll keep asking you. All right, E, get us out of here on that nugget of the day, man, and go spend the rest of the day with your wife. All right, let's do this, though, see. Man, when you was talking about um, that Adele track, man, that thing hit my spirit because I do know how many people were blessed by it. So if you don't mind... Let's, oh, uh, you know I don't mind. On One of my Adele favorite track. pieces of audio in the world, the Adele track with the golf ball analogy, man. Take it to heart. Listen to it. Share it with somebody, man. Love you guys. We'll see you next week. And so when I started listening to Adele, Adele blew my mind because as I was listening to her music, I could tell, I could tell, I could tell that this was real to her. And as I started studying the girl, I found out, I discovered, amen, I discovered that she had been through a breakup, amen. And when she got in the studio, they said, listen to me, this thing is crazy. They said her album 21, like she was start, started the album, stopped for months because she had no creativity, right? But then they said all of a sudden her man broke up with her. Woo! And not only did he break up with her, he broke up with her, got with somebody else, and got engaged in a matter of weeks. Wow. It broke her. It broke her. It broke her so much. God is so good. Sometimes he got to break us to bring the creativity out of us. He breaks her. He breaks her. He breaks her heart. And she goes into the studio. And when she goes into the studio, she just doesn't sing something she made up. She actually sings something that's true to her heart. At first, yep, she's gifted. Yep, she knows how to write. But it was kind of in the outer space. But then something happened to her. Something broke her. And when that thing broke her, something within happened to her. At first, it was just external. But then something internal happened. And sister girl got up and said, take me in the studio. Turn on the music. Play the music. Turn on the sounds. Put my headphones on. I got something for them. And she sang it like she never sang anything else. And let me tell you something. Out of that pain, out of that hurt, came the best album, the best single, the best song, and six Grammys. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul.